Hi, and welcome to another episode of Becoming Less, an Edmontonian journey to less waste, less impact, less consumption, and less clutter. Becoming Less is brought to you by Waste Free Edmonton, and together we're dedicated to waste reduction efforts, big and small. I'm Biz. I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about single-use plastics, or SUPs. Specifically, the fact that Canada is banning them next year. Woohoo! Yeah, very exciting news, especially um, in the face of COVID. I feel like single-use plastic items have kind of resurged in the market in the last Skyrocketed. Yeah, uh. they've become more and more popular um, uh, just as people are kind of getting, we're getting a into reusables they were kind of um discouraged for a little bit but we've said here like on this podcast and and you know scientists have kind of come out saying that reusables actually really aren't source of transmission so um i'm excited that canada is kind of moving forward with this and people are still eager to get rid of these types of plastics right because they announced this last year and so when COVID hit, I was sure that this was going to end up getting delayed, but it is not. It is still going through in 2021 as planned. Woohoo! Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the article that I got a lot of my information from was just released by um, the government of Canada, and uh, they talk about being one step closer to zero plastic waste by 2030, which I think is really interesting. That's like the title of the article. Um, But basically what Canada has decided to do is that they're going to be banning plastic checkout bags, straws, stir sticks, six pack rings, cutlery, and foodware made from hard to recycle plastics. Okay. So let's talk about how they decided on those items. Yeah, because I think that this is really interesting and probably something that not a lot of people know about yeah why why these six items so the government based these on three factors one being prevalence how common and disruptive they are as waste yeah because like we all know that we've used all of these six items every single one of us like there's no way that you could have probably lived a life in canada without Maybe not necessarily needing to use them, but been given them at some point. Yeah. Second one is recyclability. So how difficult is it to actually keep them from just becoming trash, becoming part of the waste problem? Yeah. And I think that this is interesting because in their, you know, within their criteria, even the statement they make about um, which items... Like, it specifically mentions, like, plastic checkout bags, straws, sticks, six-pack rings, cutlery, and foodware made from hard-to-recycle plastics. So I think that that's really interesting that that, like, last part of the sentence is even put in there because... um, You think it's a loophole? That it kind of makes me think that, like, things, you know, that are made from other types of like supposedly recyclable plastic maybe will be allowed i don't think so probably like i think something like the six pack rings uh just to pick out something particularly that that's going to be instead of they're going to get rid of like the stretchy plastic rings right it's the stretchy ones that you're supposed to cut up before you throw in the garbage not like the hard right. ones that are kind of like lids that snap yeah like the on. snap top ones so those ones are hard plastic that are recyclable yeah, they are recyclable. Um, I mean, 
I still think that like only a portion, you know, only 9% in this article, it states that only 9% of plastics are recycled. So I think that this is a great first step and I'm very excited about it. And I think that, yeah, this is awesome. And hopefully I would love to see Canada being zero plastic waste by 2030. It does seem like a slow start. It is a slow start. But at the same time, I think in in order for (laughs) compliance to happen, you kind of have to make baby steps. Otherwise, people are just going to be like, screw that noise. Yeah. And there is going to be a phase out period, right? Like, obviously, this doesn't come into effect until 2021. Yeah. Okay. And then the third factor Mm -hmm. is... Yeah, sorry. I totally interrupted you. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Third factor is that they are there are alternatives readily available. So yes, all of these items have things that can be replaced easily. Mm -hmm. So for example, like plastic checkout bags, it'll be paper bags that are offered, right? My understanding is... Or nothing at all. Just bring your own reusable bag. Well, I think, I think like, especially pre-COVID, we had really been getting there in the grocery stores. Like a Mm -hmm. lot of people Mm -hmm. were already doing that. And And then when COVID happened... Yeah, you weren't allowed to bring in your reusables. Now it's like flipped back again. So I would say that most people are bringing their reusable bags again and like it's not a big deal. Or at least that's what I've seen. Uh, Or you're being encouraged to bring in your bags. So Well, I know that Boom Bags has been halted. Boomerang Bags. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not a thing right now. Because of COVID? Yeah. Or I, I believe so. I know, like, at least some of the locations have decided not to have them for that reason Mm, mm -hmm. that had previously been hosting them. Yeah, I mean, that being said, like, maybe maybe my own, like, COVID negligence is getting the best of me. um, You need to get out of the house more. As uh, (laughs) cases in Edmonton skyrocket um, as of late. But anyways, yeah, I think that people are going back to what they did before. I guess, kind of the pandemic. People are, and maybe that's complacency, maybe that's whatever it is. But anyways, I found that I have had no issues bringing in my reusable bags into grocery stores, whereas before I was like, oh, is this something that I can do? I don't know. And there was lots of rules about like not being able to take them out of your cart or like there was just kind of different Silly rules. Yeah, there were rules at different grocery stores, which was fine. But like I did end up, having to buy groceries in plastic bags for, like, a few times, which I hadn't done in years. Like, I had not used single-use plastic bags in years. I just really years. need Bulk Barn to go back to reusables. Yeah, that was That was, nice. like, one of their things. They advertised, bring in your own containers. Yeah, we did love go back, that. Go we're back big, to that. <laughs> we're big Bulk Barn advocates, and I have not been back to Bulk Barn since that time because... yeah. Did I talk about my popcorn fiasco? No. <laughs> okay, so I finally bit the bullet and was like, no, I, there are just certain things that like I use a lot. And so even though I have to get them in plastic bags, if I get them at Bulk Barn, I can get as much as I can in a plastic bag. Yeah. As and can. those plastic bags are recyclable in Edmonton. They right? are. So, <laughs> they okay. are. Yeah. Um, so I got... A huge bag of coffee and a huge bag of Earl Grey tea. 
this, that's a you lot. You told us about the tea, or you told me about the tea, but you did not tell me about the popcorn. And the popcorn seeds, because popcorn, it's like my chip alternative. It's like yeah, my I love salty popcorn. snack. Yeah, I, I, but popcorn, previously, popcorn is king. Previously, <laughs> I could get it waste-free. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, I got so much popcorn, as much popcorn as you could pack into one of those little Oh my god, bags. that's way too much popcorn. And that's a lot of weight person. for those tiny little bags. <laughs> We we go through I it. Know. I mean, it's probably like a year's supply of popcorn. Yeah. But, <laughs> but worth it. But like we love popcorn. A hole got in the bag. Oh no. <laughs> so the entire like trip home and getting it out of the oh. bag and into something else, it was just like absolute chaos. You literally burst the bag. It's just just like this little hole and I'm just like trying to hold this hole as I'm trying to like pour it into the containers and it filled two ice cream buckets and two bulk barn containers and a margarine container. Oh my gosh. Two ice cream buckets? Oh my gosh. Well, not like for... Okay, so that's immediately what my mind went to. I'm like, no no wonder that poor plastic bag, like... (laughs) The one, (laughs) one and a half liter ice cream bucket. Yeah. Biz doesn't use single-use plastic bags, but when she does, she absolutely maxes their capacity. That's right, because at least I can get the smallest plastic (laughs) to volume ratio. Yeah, okay. That's that's actually so, fantastic. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, so the, the other things, you know, we talked about, you know, they call them plastic checkout bags here. Plastic straws, this has been something that's kind of been in the works for a really long time. I know that restaurants still have them for people who need them, obviously. Or a lot of but, them have changed the paper straws. Yeah, which, which um, to be honest, I am not a paper straw advocate. I would rather just not have a straw at all. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, but I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing with the with mostly the bags because the too. paper, the paper. I'm sorry, but the paper straws they just suck and they get soggy after like. Yes, this is right? true. Just like give just me like paper strawless, just like paper drink. grocery bags get hold like they rip and then everything falls at the bottom. Yeah, do you very remember, true. Do you remember the time of paper bags? Uh, no, that was pre, pre well, you. me remembering going grocery shopping. Yeah, I was pretty little at that time, but yeah, it was a thing. The, bag, yeah, the bottom of the bags. We like, always, we so like, because I grew up in the country too, we always did like huge grocery hauls. Like we would only go grocery shopping really like once a week. And so my mom started using like Only bins. once a week? How often do you go grocery shopping? Oh, like, like... I, it, it's just, like, one of those things where, like, you can't run to the store if you, like, need oh, something or okay. whatever, right? Okay, so it was, okay, like, okay. you just, like, you went to the grocery store. That was your opportunity. You bought all your groceries and you, like, never went back I to was the like, grocery store that week. Like, we don't love grocery shopping. So <laughs> no. It's, no. like, we try to only go, like, once every week and a half to two weeks if we can help it for, yeah. like, the big shop. Yeah, but it was, like, it was, um, like, that was our only alternative. Like, we didn't go grocery shopping any other time than that. Or, like, it wasn't convenient for us, right? So we would always So if you ran out of milk, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, like, if you ran out of milk, it was like, okay, whatever. Like, well, like, you just didn't have milk. And you put it on the list, and then you got it the night. Like, the list. Yeah, Yeah. we had – anyways. So we always, like, my mom, ever since I was little, had, like, these huge tubs that we would put stuff in. Because, like, then it was just easier to carry into the house and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we never really used plastic bags. I mean, my parents were also kind of, like, I feel like ahead of their times with, like, 
single-use plastics and stuff like that, especially because we had to dispose of our own waste. So my parents were like, why would I put something in a plastic bag to take it home when I'm literally just going to have to, like, find something to do with this plastic bag? Like, I might as well just put it in a box because it's, like, easier for me to do that. I would love people to just have to live in their own filth for six months (laughs) and see what kind of crap they create. That is, like, uh, just the way that you phrase that is, like, a little bit intense (laughs) to say the least i want people to live in their own filth for six months you're like whoa okay all right like uh... think of that as like a social experiment (laughs) and how that would go down well there's actually a like there is a guy who he wears his trash for a month there's like it's like a youtube video of this american guy who like Every time he we'll post it in some, the show notes. some trash, he, like, puts it in a bag and attaches it to himself, and he has to carry it around. And he, like, you know, tries to live a typical month, and by the end of the month, he has, like, 60 pounds of garbage or something yeah. on him. Anyways, it's really interesting. But I would, like, uh, I think recommend if, watching it. If we didn't have that convenience factor of just, like, getting it out of our sight ASAP, because we get our garbage totally. picked up Totally. It's something week. that we forget about and we don't have to if deal with. If we had to stare at it and live in it and find something to do with it for that long, mm-hmm. then people would probably figure out a way to not have as much of it. Yeah. Oh, totally. Okay. So the other item, stir sticks. And this is kind of like a pet peeve of mine because plastic stir sticks, I think, are just like... Like, why? What's the point? Like, use a popsicle stick. They're just as cheap. Use a spoon. Like, I don't need a separate stir stick to throw out to stir yeah, my coffee. Yeah, like, they could just have a cup of clean spoons, and then you take the spoon, and you stir your coffee, and then you put it in the dirty spoon cup. Yeah, or, like, a lot of um, like a lot of coffee places will have, like, spaghetti or, like, Alfred, like... That is really popular, too, because that's obviously... I have never seen that. You've never seen are... that? Yeah, so at a, at a cafe, um, I think a lot of them took this away because of COVID, but they would have like a, you know, a dispenser or, or not necessarily a dispenser, but like I'm pretty sure even Starbucks had this where you would just grab like a fettuccine noodle, like a thicker noodle, and then you'd stir your drink with it and put that in the garbage because it's not plastic. Um, so or yeah. better yet, compost it. Yeah, or compost it, um, which is still not as accessible as it probably should be, especially in places like in major cities. But yeah, like that's obviously easy alternative. Also something that we don't really need, like, I don't know, use a spoon, (laughs) use your knife. Like, so I've noticed, I've noticed a trend here. Mm -hmm. So we're going from plastic straws to paper straws. We're going from plastic bags to paper bags. We're going from plastic sticks to wooden sticks. So how do you, what are your thoughts on all of these disposable things becoming paper things? I'm glad that you asked because as someone who works in the forestry industry, this is like, like part of me also, you know, I'm not naive to the fact that um, single use plastics and our kind of consumptive behavior is also like an economic driver for a lot of things and so I just think like okay so if we're replacing plastic with paper like you know that is still kind of a form 
Like, we're still going to be harvesting right. trees and destructing I, things. I and... want it to be known that I am yeah. not advocating for switching everything plastic to paper. I yeah, would that's much rather I just pe- see people use reusable stuff. I totally agree. And I think that, you know, like, these items are, like, an easy switch. Like, literally all of them, ex- pretty much except for six-pack rings, can change to a, a paper alternative, which I think is a good step. But I also think if those paper alternatives are just going to the landfill, they're not going to be able to decompose there. Like, yes, we're not going to have microplastics in our environment, which I think is very, very, very important. But I think that we're kind of also missing the root of the problem. And I definitely would like to see, and I'm hoping that out of this, you know, people are elevated more to refuse these items and yeah either use reusables that will last them their lifetime or like cut them out of their lives so if people are having to make a change it would be nice to see them make the change to reusables versus paper yeah i agree oh i was gonna make another point okay sorry no i don't remember what it was (laughs) i was just like yeah (laughs) yeah um um no, I lost it. <laughs> yeah, I think that this is a really good first step for Canada. I am hoping that this also kind of sparks, I guess, maybe a conversation or a passion to, you know, mm. do more. And, like, when I say do more, I actually mean just, like, choose less, which is really easy to do. Like, like you just need to become a little less. <laughs> right? Or, like, I don't know. I think about, like, takeout. Like, if you've gotten takeout in the last, like, year – you get like all of these containers and they stuff it full of napkins and like and they you give know, they, you eight they give billion you, ketchup packets yeah, that ketchup you didn't packets want and cutlery and like all this stuff that you're like oh cool i'm just gonna throw this directly in the garbage mm-hmm. and so i think that there's also a lot of consumption of things of materials and products that we don't even use and maybe i'm just like extra I don't know, like up on my so, high horse because it was just Amazon Prime days, which um, makes me crazy. But that's like totally another topic for another time. I um, learned that mm-hmm. hotels, when they change the bedding, every time they change the bedding, they put it into a plastic bag. And then when they take the bedding out of that plastic bag, they just tear it open and throw it out. Every time they change the sheets. <laughs> but like the sheets, they don't throw out. No. Yeah. But every time they change the sheets, they use a plastic bag. Like garbage well, it's bag. It's probably something. like a safety thing, don't you think? Probably. It's laundry. Yeah, but some people are. I don't know. I that that would just be my inclination is that it's like a. Well, can't they put it in a plastic like bin? Yeah. Oh, totally. I think that we instead of have ripping set the bag up every our time systems, especially it like in industrial. Like I used to work in the retail industry, and we. Like, I sold items of clothing, and every single item that we got was not only shipped in its own individual plastic bag, but also, like, all of the plastic bags were also in plastic and then in cardboard. And like, that's why it, I repaired my jeans last night for, like, the eighth time. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, there's so much plastic that even as consumers we don't see yeah, we don't see it because it's not presented to us at the time, you know, we purchase things or whatever. But yeah, I think that it's a really good step of, you know, these consumer items. I think that this also kind of shows this continual trend that 
um, waste and plastic waste specifically and single-use plastic waste is a consumer problem, whereas it should, you know, my hope eventually is to get recognition that this is actually a producer problem and it's not a consumer problem. Well, I I would argue that it's both. But, I mean, not that you're wrong, there's not more of a producer problem. Yeah, I think... Because everyone likes making money off of any tiny little thing that they can. Mm -hmm. But I think it does need to come from the top down and the bottom up. Yeah, oh, 100%. I totally agree. And I think that it is starting to come from the bottom up. But I, I think that there's just a lot of things that we don't... That we as consumers have no idea the impact of our plastics. Like, for example, this is this is just uh, kind of me getting on a, a bit of a... I'm going to go on a bit down a path here. But I was looking into meal kits because I had been doing research about these. And I find meal kits really, really interesting And, you know, basically one of the, like, I was super busy last year. I was going to school full time. I was working full time. And literally the only reason that I didn't get a meal kit was because of the plastic waste and what it created and like talking to people about it. And they said, you know, people who had used these meal plant or these meal kit services really liked them, but they were, you know, obviously really wasteful because every single ingredient was individually packaged in like its own cellophane wrapper anyways and so I was like this is crazy how have they also not thought of like an alternative to this plastic packaging like blah 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 so I was doing a bunch of research into the different companies and a lot of them actually have like sustainability initiatives and like I'm not vouching for meal kits here but I will say that a lot of the research that has been done actually suggests that meal kits compared to shopping in grocery stores your carbon footprint is actually less because yes you still have the single use plastics but you're not um, going to the grocery store there isn't any food waste associated with that the same way there is in a grocery store and so That's yes fair. you're yeah. creating more waste like on your end of these individual packets but actually on the producer end these studies were also performed by meal kit companies so yeah. obviously they're a little bit biased <laughs> so but their just research, ignore all the findings <laughs> well not necessarily but their research suggested that like 30 percent you actually had 30 a 30 percent higher carbon um, footprint if you were going to the grocery store rather than if you're getting your meal kit and i do think that like that's that's just an example of these like hidden factors that we don't think about as consumers you know like when we buy something or you know buy a piece of fruit like how how when i buy an apple how many apples actually like died to make this apple basically or you know like (laughs) yeah i think how many times has this been processed how many times has this gone over a conveyor belt like there's a lot of things that we don't see and so uh, yeah i agree that like these meal kit studies someone should do an independent third-party one i think that that would be great and i'm sure that that (laughs) That is out there i didn't look too deep but i don't think that this idea should be discredited um just because of where you're seeing the waste and that applies to a lot of things too because if you think about like online ordering i was so strongly against this when this first started i'm like small business rah 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 Mm -hmm. but the oh my god don't tell me you're pro amazon oh i'm not not (laughs) sorry i'm just (laughs) I'm just I am not pro Amazon. However, <laughs> I um I acknowledge that there is 
pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Okay, because a warehouse is usually more densely packed with product than a store. Oh, totally. So, and the process of the workers in there is much more efficient. So you don't like need to have the building heated and lit and and that for as much like you have it lit for more product. Volume. But it's like a, a portion of it is much smaller than in Plus, a store. Plus, when you've got deliveries happening, especially using Canada Post, where they go to everyone's neighborhood every day anyway, adding packages to Canada Post produces a very little carbon footprint as far as delivering mm-hmm. versus each individual person buying those items, going to a store themselves, driving their own vehicle to get there. Right. So there are pros and cons to that too. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Now, I, I feel like everything, there's all these where, all these different sides. Where my my Amazon cons are definitely cheap crap that you probably don't need. Yeah. <laughs> and you can probably get used. <laughs> um <laughs> okay, back to single use plastics. Right. So I, I think that this is a great initiative. I'm super excited that you know the government of Canada is moving forward with this. I think that this is an excellent first step, and I hope that this kind of just institutes awareness for other, yeah, other initiatives. Because I think that there's also a lot of other plastic items that we see a lot that we don't need. But I think that this is a good start, and I'm excited to like never see a plastic bag literally like waving in the wind from the top of a you know that's stuck in a tree branch that's like my biggest pet peeve when i moved into my house (laughs) five years ago because i hate that there was a bag in the tree oh and to me the entire neighborhood because i just moved there the whole neighborhood looked the same to me so i used that bag in the tree as like my marker to know that i was almost home (laughs) i'm like i'm going the right way oh my gosh i absolutely hate This year was the first year that that bag was not still there. Okay, so what happened? Well, it blew away. It shredded and blew away, I'm sure, right? (laughs) I mean, it was it was way high up the tree. Otherwise, probably would have just picked it out myself. But yeah, but yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know how long it was there before I got there, but Mm -hmm. it had been there for four years. Yeah, yeah. No, anyways. So I am like very excited never to see that again. Yeah, I also kind of hope that, I I do think that most things will just be transferred to paper products, but hopefully this brings awareness to to people to bring their, you know, bring their reusables. Oh, I remember my point. What was your point? From earlier. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. My point from earlier is that paper products are more expensive than plastic products. So do you think that they're going to start charging fees for some of these things? Oh, I definitely think so. I also think um, maybe not necessarily for like items like straw, stir sticks, cutlery, yeah, if they and can do like the... takeout boxes and stuff. I don't think that those will be a significant enough um, expense for people. I do, I do also think that there's probably an economy of scale there, like because there's just going to be but like, more demand for bag, those paper bags than right? like, probably the. I'm sure that they'll still be charging it's for like bags. It's like $50 for a thousand plastic bags. Yeah. But it's like $50 for a hundred paper bags. Yeah, I'm sure that they'll... I mean, it'll probably... I don't know. I think... I wonder if the alternative here is is going to be, you know, reusables. Or like maybe that is kind of the idea. Maybe that's the movement because... 
yeah, I mean, with plastic checker bags, yeah, the five cent bag charge or whatever wasn't enough of a dissuading factor for people not to buy those bags and use them out of convenience. Um, But maybe, yeah, if you have to pay a dollar for a paper bag, then yeah, maybe you'll just carry your stuff in your hands when you like get something. Right. Or like maybe it just needs to be more significant amount. Yeah. I think that it'll be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I think that that's more of a business case rather than anything else. But I think that Yeah, obviously they're going to have an alternative. Or, you know what the grocery stores are probably going to do? This is like my marketing brain as well, is that grocery stores will be like, sorry, like no plastic bags. You can have a paper bag for a dollar or you can just buy a reusable bag for two dollars. Yeah, So there'll be that. I think like that will become much more prevalent. And yeah, I think that I'm hoping that people uh, use reusables in a great in in the right way and like really try and take advantage of those and you know use a reusable bag or a reusable item to the end of its life yeah that's a that's kind of my hope i will say though and this is going to be just another tangent though but if you don't need a straw don't buy a reusable straw like for your keychain or something like that like that we've talked about this before as the straws being like kind of one of my pet peeve it was like this marketing item that kind of popped Me too. up absolutely um and so which is funny because i do have a bunch of straws at home because somebody thought it would be a nice gift i was gonna say i also me, have reusable I... straws um that i had given to me and i do use them right did, right? did, like, did it happen to you too is that what the people are like oh biz likes reusable things here's a straw yeah or like i got it um actually when i did my master composter recycler training i think that someone had given that program like a whole bunch of straws that's like a donation and so then they gave them out to the MCRs because it was like, okay. hey, do you, no, like, someone gave us, like, 500 metal straws. Now, in my case, I, I yeah. did think it was kind of sweet. I do admittedly use those straws fairly regularly at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. If you I use, I use and, the yeah. big, tall metal straws in my Star Trek tiki mugs. <laughs> Because they're very important. That, they're uh, really tall and they're awkward to drink out of otherwise. <laughs> but I love them so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Yeah, but if I'm going out to a restaurant, like, I don't need a straw. I actually prefer not to drink out of a straw. I don't wear lipstick, so, like, I don't need to protect it. It's fine. I just drink out of a glass, like, anyway. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. So that's a thing. People um, use like, straws you because they down, wear... Oh. Yeah, if you get your makeup done, um I thought all lipstick was just waterproof now. Uh no. I don't know. No. I only I only know this because of like apparently I know a lot about makeup culture. Um but yeah, that's really common <laughs> is that like if you don't want to mess up your lipstick, you like drink out of a straw. Yeah. Gotcha. That's I guess a, this is what happens when you don't wear makeup. You don't know these things. Yeah, at my sister's wedding, yeah, we like got like the bridesmaids all got our makeup done and then I think the makeup artist actually like brought straws for us to drink out of because she's like everyone always forgets this and we were like anyways so and there are people who need to drink out of straws like I definitely don't want to discredit that because I think that straws are something that our society does need because certain people need those to drink 
but I think that it's much fewer than actually use straws on a day-to-day basis. You think people yeah. are going to get um, reusable stir sticks to carry around in their pocket now? No, I don't think that that <laughs> market will erupt. I no? hope. Are not. you sure? I think. Yeah, I think the. Are you sure Starbucks thing... isn't going to be like get your Starbucks stir uh, stick? Probably. Yeah, but you don't stir and your it... coffee at Starbucks. They already stir it for you, it or unless ma- you mix it. I guess unless you put your own cream and sugar in it, but it, it matches your probably. mug. Yeah, this right. Same this is a this pink is a and purple holiday. stripe. <laughs> this is a holiday 2020 special edition stir stick. Don't forget you your pumpkin buy. spice yeah. latte stir stick, complete uh, with little pumpkin on top. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh! But like, you have to buy a new one every year because they're special editions, and you wouldn't possibly want to be caught with your old. With one. your anyway, sorry, I, we're just so like literally making fun <laughs> making of people. Fun of people. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll stop doing that um i also think of this like in the cutlery industry um so i always think it's so funny like or, or you know like oh you want to go zero waste so like you need to go out and buy like a spork or something to carry around with you and i'm like you don't need to buy anything like i actually just carry around like a knife fork and spoon in my bag i have a spork like, on my keychain yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're but guilty. To be fair, it is a multi tool that also has like wrenches on it for my bike. So it's actually been very handy. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Like I have a Leatherman, which like I use all the does time. Does it have a I'm, spork like, on it? It does not have a spork. No. So I just think that it's like it's yeah, it's another one of those things that like, you know, they're banning this plastic stuff. You don't need to go and buy new stuff. That's you. You just don't need to do that. Not. I'm not an advocate of that. The other and if thing, you don't have enough reusable bags, I'm sure somebody out there has way too many. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So seriously. try to do some swapping. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like I have so many reusable bags because I just accumulate them somehow. Like I never. I've never bought a reusable bag in my life, but I just like have them. Like I, you know, whether. I've just gotten them from like my mom giving me something or like I don't know these reusable bags are just like swapped. So I really try stocking to... stuffers and stuff. Oh okay, I have a few that I got to stocking mm-hmm. stuffers. That's not a bad I idea have... to help someone on their like low waste journey if they don't have anything like that. Make it. You could make it. Yeah, you're right. And then it's more personal. That's true. Out of recycled used materials. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. spicy. <laughs> Getting personal. I actually have one bag that I made in high school or just out of high uh-huh. school from when you couldn't get reusable bags everywhere. That I still have. Nice. That's pretty awesome. I cannot say the same for my reusable bags. I I don't know if they're all It has pears on it. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Okay, the other item, the other thing that I want to talk about quickly is because I'm very passionate about this is um, food, like foodware boxes or like takeout boxes. I'm a huge proponent of, um, like I did this whenever I went traveling. I would just have like a tiny little container in my bag that had like, you know, a napkin and or like a reusable napkin and or like a handkerchief and like my fork, spoon, and knife. And just, like, the reusable stuff that I kind of bring along with me all the time. And then if I went out to eat, I would just use that container. And with that being said, I definitely got some funny looks. Like, I remember going out to brunch with one of my – in Vancouver, 
with one of my friends and I'm like stuffing my leftover brunch from this like super nice restaurant that we went to um, in Vancouver into this like tiny little container and this like our waitress comes up and she's like oh my gosh like I'm sorry did you want to take a box like like she was like uh, she she was um she was like you don't need to use that like I can get you a box that fits in and literally all of my friends at the table were like no no <laughs> it's fine don't bother yeah like, I'm that person she's too. good Absolutely. this is her preference all my friends um, are just used to it but I have yeah I have uh I have like four or five collapsible containers oh okay this is uh, interesting too tupperware yeah. i is they're a tupperware brand and they're really nice so if but you don't need to go out and buy some sorry i'm just being an advocate for that <laughs> I, I i realize that but you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna say if it makes you use it totally right totally yeah if because you can use it consistently to the end of its life like i'm all game the for nice, buying things. yeah because the thing yeah. is like i wouldn't take a full-size container with me everywhere but mm-hmm. i always have this container with me because it's flat and it doesn't take up a lot of space mm-hmm. in my backpack so it's just with me all the time and then yeah, if we happen to go to a restaurant mm-hmm. my leftovers go into it yeah that's that's we great. have some I in like our that. pannier bags uh on our bikes Oh, yeah. And, and in if, my backpack. For people who don't know what kind of bags those are, those are just like the side bags on your bike. The Yeah, the little saddle bags on the mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Uh, so we keep them in there. Yeah, because they just don't take up a lot of space. And so we have a few of them. So we keep them in like one in the car, one in the bike, one in my bag at least. And mm-hmm. then we just always have them. But it's nice that they are small. That's true. It makes us use them. Yeah. If you're – and I think it's also just like getting into a different – into a different routine, right? Like, it's always a little bit awkward when you, like, first start doing it because you're, like, I don't know. You have to – you kind of have to go out of your way to use a reusable in some cases. Like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I can just, like, I have my reusable. Especially at restaurants, I find, because they're, like – of course, every waiter and waitress is, like, you know, wanting to provide you the best service. and Right, yeah. You know, like, bring – like – you know, bring, also, uh, like, adhere to your needs before you even need them. And I, like, I do kind of appreciate that customer service aspect to it. But, um, yeah, I'm the person who, like, if someone's putting something in a bag for me that I don't need, I'm like, no, 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 I don't need that. Like, you have to yeah, interject. I do that too. Like, I'm like, pull it out of that bag. Yeah, it's, it's like fine. an action <laughs> that you have to take that's extra instead of it just being, like, the But norm. I do find, like, I remember being the freak 10 years ago. And now it's just, like, oh, this person just doesn't want a bag. Oh, although, mm-hmm. if it makes you feel any better, two of those collapsible containers, we got off Kijiji. Boom. There you go, guys. <laughs> That's my favorite. Okay. Good work. Good work, Fez. I'm so proud of you. Gold star. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just, like, reuse, try and reuse, repurpose, like, do everything that you have. And and uh, I hope that this episode wasn't just, like, a total wine fest of us being like, oh, Canada, like, good job, but, like, that's not what my intentions oh, God, were no. it to be. I'm were. stoked. Um, so I'm stoked that this is happening. I think happening. that this is really awesome, and I think And I'm that... sure there's going to be a lot of pushback, but you know what? It needs to happen. You know what? I don't, I feel like maybe in different Different provinces are going to kind of have different responses to this. Um, I also just read something that, but that we live in oil. Potentially, country. yeah, potentially in Alberta, um, they were thinking of manufacturing plastics in Alberta um, at some point because of 
obviously our access to petroleum products. And so, yeah, that's not my favorite thing. But okay. hopefully okay. hopefully that also means that we can um, recycle plastics because I think that that would be really cool. if Because if you can make petroleum products, a lot of the time you can recycle them if you have like a clean feedstock. Anyways... Yeah, we live in oil country and people are like, yeah, use your plastics. We love it. <laughs> Great. But okay, I, think that, that note, I think that people are coming around. I think it might be time for our wine, cheese, and dessert. What yes. do you think? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. You can go first. Go first? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my wine is only kind of a wine. So I ripped my jeans yesterday. Oh, yeah. You mentioned this. I mentioned this earlier. I mm-hmm. ripped my pants and so I had to repair them but um i had to repair them and i love visible mending so it was only kind of a wine it was kind of like oh but yay yeah you're into it uh my <laughs> oh no i ripped my pants but yay everyone's get... thought when they ripped their pants <laughs> i know yay! i'm just like yeah i get an <laughs> so opportunity exciting. to mend something Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh anyway i know i'm weird but i was excited mm-hmm. uh my cheese mm-hmm. has completely nothing to do with anything, but it mm. was a cute joke, so I'm going to say it anyway. Okay, bring it on. What did the fish say when it swam into the cement wall? What? Damn. Ooh. Ooh I like that. <laughs> oh, that's fresh. <laughs> oh, too funny. Okay. And then I my... really like that. Uh, yeah, dams are also a very interesting thing. I'm, I'm way more excited about... My dessert, though. Okay, what's your dessert? Okay, so this happened at work the other day. My mm-hmm. coworker often brings in cookies, usually a couple yeah. times a month. Okay. And she always brings them in, like, shoved into a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. And the other day, she brought in cookies by request <gasps> from one of our other coworkers. Uh-huh. And they were in Ooh. a container. Yes! And so I was like, oh, you brought them in a container instead of a Ziploc bag. And she was like, yeah, those aren't reusable, biz. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you actually did it for that reason. You're right. They're not reusable. Oh, my goodness. Although I will say that I have Ziploc bags that I still use. And, like, I. I oh, yeah. Bought, my Ziploc bags look like yeah, they are disgusting because I, I just use them over I had and over bought, and over again. I had bought, like, a three-pack from Costco of, like, big freezer bags. Like, back, I think it was you know, before, obviously before, like I started kind of shifting towards lower waist. And this was probably four years ago now, at least. And I still have plastic bags from that. Like I just use them over and over again. I still have new ones that I haven't even gotten to because I just like... Because we just don't use them. Yeah, I just don't use them. They're just not my number one. Some of them are just wound up at our place from other people giving us stuff. And I think some of them are just from when... My husband originally moved in with me and mm-hmm. he had them. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what's really funny is when people come over, uh, it's kind of an aside, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when people come over and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, do you have a paper towel? I spilled something. I'm like, no. yeah, we don't do paper towel here. <laughs> they're like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, no, you're like, that's a no. There's no paper towel here. Uh, you have to use a cloth. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's no paper towel here. Sorry, not Sorry. <laughs> um that's absolutely fantastic okay so so my okay my wine cheese and dessert is more so just gonna be a funny story and then I will have a joke at the end but um so I think this is absolutely hilarious my sister um I've kind of mentioned this before but she was kind of the one who 
my oldest sister was the one who kind of got me into low waste living and like helped. Um, she was living plastic free for like a long time, um, even before it kind of was a blip on my radar and helped me with a bunch of resources and stuff. And one of the things that she do sometimes, like sometimes I love her to death, but sometimes she goes a little overboard and she was just reminding us of, um, in our family group chat of this time when she put frozen avocado pits in her blender. And yes, that is shocking. And yes, it did cause her blender to like explode. Anyway, so I was like, Okay, I remember her doing this and I remember her sending us a picture of her kitchen and it was just like disgusting. Right? Biz is just like shocked by this. So what my sister used to do is she used to take her compost and she used to freeze it in the freezer. And then because she like wanted her worms to break it, she had like, she had a worm factory in her house for those of you who, who know what that is. But basically, it's just a vermicomposting system. And she would take her compost, freeze it, thaw it out, or like not thaw it out entirely, but take it out of the freezer and then blend it and then add it to her worms, which is like so extreme and so disgusting in my Man, mind. those are some spoiled worms. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's like this is a completely unnecessary step that I like, I don't know, my sister was like, turns out you don't actually really need to do that and you still get really nice rich compost. <laughs> Like, this is unnecessary, but I was just, they were, like, it just came up today, this story about how my sister literally blew out the side of her blender because she was blending frozen avocado pits for her composting system for her worms. And I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> like, so unnecessary. Anyways, but yeah, I guess that's kind of my my story not so much a wine i think that more people should definitely compost um there's this idea that composting is gross and it is gross if you blend your compost um and your avocado frozen avocado bits break through your blender and gets all over your kitchen but when that doesn't happen it's actually not that gross so i would totally encourage people to compost more So that's kind of my wine. And I am going to tell a joke, and this is more um, so towards plastics. But um, I was buying fish the other day and asked the cashier for a bag. What do you think he said, Biz? No. He said it was already inside. (gasps) Ooh, right? (laughs) Anyways, that's uh, my dark humor that's just uh, coming in there. There's there's a hurt in my heart, So, um, but my dessert is, is that, uh, so you use plastic ban. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Good work, Canada. Hopefully we'll reduce oh, the plastic in our... dessert. <laughs> I, well, you know what? I think that it's something to be celebrated. It is. It is something we're, to be we're celebrated. We're going to have a single and you know use what? plastics ban party. My, my true dessert today was the rekindling of the thought of my sister blending compost. And I just think it's like the funniest thing that it exploded all over her kitchen. Like now we can look back and laugh at this. If I had been there at the time, I would have been absolutely mortified, but... Yeah, I hope that that all brings, like, a little, like, bizarre joy to your life. Just, like, thinking about someone blending compost completely unnecessarily. Okay. Oh, oh, um, uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Funny single-use plastic story. Yes. So, a friend of mine contacts me and was like, hey, you know that guy who, like, invented the thing that goes around cleaning up plastic in the ocean? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I heard of that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well... 
turns out he's now trying to block the plastic from getting into the ocean in the first place. Uh-huh. And so he says, I mean, it's ridiculous. I just moved into this apartment three weeks ago, and I have a bag full of bags under my counter, <laughs> and that's just me, one person, over three weeks. Yeah. And I was like, so why don't you just use reusable bags? And he yeah, goes, you're like, you cannot use those. And he's just like, but that's really inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, like, I love how sometimes people are like, oh, wait, what? Like, I I guess I, I can do that. Like, it's not... Huh. It was, like people people kind of like impose this like response they're like oh like society like and they shake their fist yeah it right? was just but so you're like, funny no, like this is like an action that you can he do. brought it up <laughs> he brought it up to me and said can you believe that every person makes this much garbage and then i'm like well stop making the garbage and he was like well what am i supposed Wait, to do what? to get my groceries <laughs> yeah i'm like bring a bag with you yeah it's like well i'm not gonna go walk around carrying a bag all the time and you're like well, well i do bring one, <laughs> just bring one when you're going to the grocery store well i don't always plan for that and i'm like well just have one in your car man he, well that's the thing is he doesn't have a car he walks everywhere oh and so but like wouldn't he have like a backpack or something like, well that's kind of what not. i would think but apparently not hmm but yeah i just thought it was so humorous that he's like People like I'm. I'm outraged that there's this much plastic created by every individual in the world, but I'm not gonna actually stop making the garbage. Also, I do feel like yeah, it's because it's because and he's probably gonna listen to this podcast, and thankfully he <laughs> tends not to listen to it well, all the through. But yeah, it, I mean, it is part because we like trust society, right? Like we trust our. I would maybe for the most part, like you know, we trust that things are maybe not so much lately (laughs) um but we kind of have this like innate trust in like these bigger systems that will protect us but turns out it's all up to you on that bombshell yeah on that bombshell uh thank you guys all so much for listening i hope this wasn't too much of a rant for you guys but we're very excited for the single-use plastic ban happening in 2021 and we hope that maybe you um like try and start on that band on your own a little bit earlier if you have any questions comments or you'd like us to dive into a topic that you're interested in email us at becominglesspod at gmail.com um basically anything you want to send to us we would love to respond to 